Hi, Brooke. Hi, Bridget. How are you? Oh, man. I'm good. It's been a gloomy... I ask as if we haven't been sitting <laughs> on your couch talking for... It's like, Bridget, we've been talking for <laughs> 45 minutes. Um, I'm good. Memorial it Day? It has been gloomy. Was that what you were going to say? Yeah. Uh, how was your Memorial Day? It was good. It wasn't long enough. I can't believe it's over. I was looking forward to it for so long. Uh, I did a lot of day drinking and seeing people and having various types of picnics, which was nice. Picnics. I you went to Governor's Island. I did. I went to Governor's Island with um, my friends Maddie and Avi. And it's funny because the, well, the f- they came from Manhattan and I came from Brooklyn. So the ferries land at slightly different places. But So I was like, okay, I'll just walk around to the picnic point. That sounds nice. And as you walk... It's past all of these really like fenced off, low, like old government looking buildings with blown out windows. <laughs> and I was like, what? Where are we? What? Why have Is we done this? It, oh, I'm thinking of, Ro- oh, wait, did you go to Roosevelt Island? No, that, I know what you're talking about, but no, Governor's Island. Well, so you walk around the edge and you come around and there's suddenly like beautiful sloping hills with the entire s- skyline of Manhattan behind it. And then the Statue of Liberty is really close. Oh, and like I you can her. see Ellis Island. I do too. Um, but the, the funniest part was as I was walking by myself past these old terrifying buildings, I like glanced over and through like s- four sets of fences, there was a tiny <laughs> garden, probably the size of your living room. And there were seven or eight people in full beekeepers uniforms <laughs> standing <laughs> in it. <laughs> but they were all just standing there and I couldn't tell what they were wearing at first and it was just the most surreal <laughs> scene. It's like something out of Twin Peaks. Feel beekeepers. I know. That's so funny. It was very funny. How was yours? You went away. I did go away. I went to Connecticut. Yeah. Um, The happiest place on earth. Incredibly um, true. And I d- also did a lot of day drinking and night drinking. I played Excellent. a lot of games. I watched the Merrily We Roll Along documentary, mm. followed immediately by the Newsies broadcast that we watched a couple months ago. Wow. Oh, the same one? The same one. It's funny. That feels like yesterday and 10,000 years, years ago. Years <laughs> ago. I know. That was like around February, right? Yeah. God, we'd wow. only done... We had... Had we even put one out yet? No. Surely. No. Not till the middle oh, of March. Yeah. Can you believe... Wow. That we're here doing hey, this thing. guys, it's our season finale. I don't know what that means for us. I, it doesn't mean anything. We're going to be back next week. On my <laughs> birthday. it's exciting. It's going to be on Brooke's birthday. Isn't that great? Um, June 8th. Mark it down in your calendars. Gemini. Pure Gemini. I had someone say to me the other day. Um, one twin is Miranda and one twin is Carrie. That I was talking to my friend from work and I mentioned that I was a Gemini. And he goes, you're a Gemini? And I was like... <laughs> Yeah, and proud of, of it. Of course I <laughs> yeah, am. Of course and he was are. like, "Oh, that explains it all. <laughs> that explains it all." <laughs> and I was He's like, "Not wrong." I know, but I was like, "You don't get to say that to me." That's very funny. I was it's like, true. He doesn't. How do you know? <laughs> I want to know more about judgment there. You're, you're like, I don't know, like, babe, calm yeah. down. Uh, welcome to Splat. Welcome to Splat, the podcast where me. Brooke and me, Bridget, talk about sex in the city. 10 years younger and 20 years later than the characters in the show. Yeah. Um, this is, as we were saying before, the last episode of season one. Season one is only 12 episodes. But we'll also, Brooke and I try really hard not to talk about the episode between watching it for the first time and then recording. But just to let you know, both of us hated this episode. We did not. No. I liked- didn't like the episode. Um, but it made me specifically hate Carrie. Yeah. So get ready for that. 
I felt like the show ha- felt like the writers even were just like, we have to make this a season finale. And if something like, if there's no like big drama or like, um, dramatic proclamation proclamation Proclamation. there's no proclamation of love then like fuck you and no one's gonna watch i think you're right you can hear the readers thought i mean the writer's thought process and it's kind of you're like like that scene at the end i was like yeah all but i feel like we got a lot of um good from some of the other characters it's true i didn't mean to disparage the um episode as a whole we agreed we disliked the episode and really disliked carrie so (sighs) it's so many of my notes are just in all caps. Like, why are I know. you doing caps. this? So many caps. Yeah. So many caps. Which we say also every time. But you know what, guys? You're here because we're consistent. We're here because we, we, are, we are the most us we could be. But I was like, I do have thoughts sometimes when I'm watching the show and it does feel super dated where I'm like, what have I gotten us into, Bridget? Yep. But then I'm like, actually, like, I kind of think it's cool that we're able to sort of call out. You know, and yeah, it's sort of a marked way to see like how certain things have, you know, progressed in a really positive way and how some things have not. (laughs) Well, I think that's why this combination is interesting. Both of you and I having you having seen it and me not. And then you having seen it as a like a young woman, which is a really different. Yeah, This is the first time I'm watching it like in order, like that in and of itself is an experience for someone. When you, whenever you come back to something like a decade later, it's literally been a a decade and a half almost. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, basically. But, um, it's interesting to reevaluate pieces of art. And so often things you loved as a kid end up being like totally messed up in some way and just you're like oh shit (laughs) I wish I'd remembered that fondly forever but yeah it's interesting to come back and reassess something and see because sometimes I'm most surprised by what still feels really raw and relevant yeah and that's interesting too as opposed to what's just like kind of out of date you know who I really liked in this episode tell me Samantha yeah me too I read a lot about that well you read a lot about it wrote oh well Sure. <laughs> I wish I'd read a lot about it. I might have said that earlier. I said the re- the readers instead of the writers. I was like in the audition room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wait, have you taken this? I didn't know you could actually take it. Oh, oh, maybe not. I think because um, if you can, I want you to take it and then we'll figure it. Oh, yeah, you can. Okay. We're going to add this up as we go. So Bridget found... Um, actually, um, a friend of the podcast, Z, who is maybe n- moving to New York and who we should have on. Um, hi Z. <laughs> she's the best. She is, uh, she tagged me in this and it's called, it's on Reductress, which also is just the best, but it's called quiz. Which sex in the city's city gals style of internalized misogyny are you? So I'm going to take it or I'm going to read it them to Brooke and we're going to tally her answers and find out at the end. Okay? Oh my God. You want me, this is how we're, I'm going to take it live. Yep, yep. You're taking it live. Oh my God. But did you take it? I could it? take it live. I, no, I just, I just thought it'd be fun if we did it live. Let's do it okay. live. Okay. Okay. If it's bad, we'll cut it. Yeah. Pick a drink. Beer. Simple and easy. Pink Cosmo. I like to feel girly. <laughs> Whiskey. I can totally hang with the guys. Pinot Noir. Classy. Just like me. I mean, in what context? I would probably, of, of those four things, mm-hmm. if I were out, uh, if I were at dinner, I would get a Pinot Noir, but if I were out, I would probably get a whiskey. Me too. That's where my, that's my, so, so we're both taking. I'm going to go with. Uh, I, I get a beer somewhere. I would get a whiskey. Whiskey. Great. That's a C. You should, we'll take your, we can take it together. Okay. I'm also C, I think. That was why. 
Here. This is fun. <laughs> this is fun. Okay. If you guys have quizzes you want us to take, please email <laughs> make us. Make them for us. Or Just quiz them. us. As long as it's not math. You've been flirting with a guy over text, but he hasn't asked you out yet. Oh, story of my life. Except he asked you out right away. I know. You guys. He's I'm a cute. <laughs> I mean, nothing. <laughs> what do you do? A, decide that if he can't make a move, he's not worth my time. B, contemplate what it must mean. C, show up to his apartment naked under a trench coat. Or D, mope to my friends about it over brunch. I would mope to my friends about it over brunch. <laughs> yeah. There's not really a, a reasonable <laughs> except for that one. I was like, um, maybe I'll contemplate why, but mostly yeah. I'm going to do that that's, that's a little less active of a verb choice, so I'm going to yeah. go for D. Wow, I'm just, this is bad because we're just what is your favorite jewelry accessory a nothing why complicate things b a gold playboy necklace c lots and lots of diamonds or d my engagement ring i'm gonna go with nothing oh god me too even though i wear this this necklace every day yeah you have like a necklace and a ring situation that's from the perk of having a sister who makes amazing jewelry blue dot jewelry check out her gorgeous silver jewelry yeah they are they're beautiful i have this like one necklace that i wear yeah that's the same but like i'd rather wear nothing than any of these I Four. like the necklace because I fidget with it. I like that I'm still keeping track as if we've answered anything separately. <laughs> uh, all your friends are having babies except you. How do you feel? Oh, no. It's not my business. I don't know how I feel. The change freaks me out. I feel bad for them. Don't they realize they're saying goodbye to all joy? Devastated. I want a baby, baby more than anything. I don't know how I feel. The change freaks me out. Yeah, me too. All of my friends are having babies. All my friends, I feel like, are more in the getting married phase, but I certainly know plenty of people having babies, too. To I'm not. Honest. My friends aren't even in the getting married phase. My friends are in the, like, moving in with a, mm. a thing. I don't know what friends, but... No, you've had a couple. I feel like that's a landmark of some kind. Yeah. It makes sense, sort of. Thanks. You're welcome. I'm here to support you. <laughs> Five. Wow. Wow. This is a direct reference to last episode. Are you ready? You accidentally fart in front of a guy you've been dating for over a year. Over what do you year. do? Please remember it's not about the fucking fart. But also over a year. Yeah, I know. In this episode, she talks about a f- months. I know. I, we all get there. Okay. The fucking timeline. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone wants to make a timeline for us of how long they think Big and Carrie have been dating. And try and explain it and then fit other things in the show. Like if you can, yeah, if you feel, if you ha- are bored. Just if you just feel like, you know, a quick four hour Photoshop <laughs> or like a colored pencil situation. Also that a lock myself up in the bathroom. <laughs> this is the end of it all. Mm-hmm. B cringe. Never bring it up. Pro- ponder for weeks. If that if that's the reason why we eventually broke up. C promise it won't ev- ev- ever happen again. That was a big mistake. D move to a different state <laughs> and change your identity. There's no E immediately do it again. <laughs> option, which is my favorite. I would probably like the, out of all of those ridiculous options. I would pr- pretend that it never happened. Yeah, me too. And move on. Yeah. And then like, and then wonder eventually if I would, but like, come on, babe. Yeah. You got to move on. Carrie needed to move on. Okay. Wow. So it's, it's done on a mostly a, mostly B, mostly C. We, we did C, D, A, B, B. <laughs> so we just barely got B. Guess what? We're Miranda. Carrie. We're Carrie. Yeah. Um, I think it's because we picked pretty middle of the road answers, oh, <laughs> which she is. No. I thought she Because we're was, just not as dramatic as Charlotte. But she's so Charlotte extreme. Or, I know. 
You're Carrie. You're stylish, girly. You love the color pink. Oh my God, how do they know? <laughs> Your style of internalized misogyny is embracing sexual and emotional expectations that men put on you and then twisting them to believe that your ownership is empowerment. It's not. You're actually pretty unhappy. <laughs> Turns out you've never effectively communicated with the single person you've dated. Life in NYC is pretty quirky. Huh? <laughs> We're wow. gonna po- we'll post this quiz on yeah, Twitter so you guys can I'll Twitter save it, it later. too. She'll Twitter it. I'll Twitter it. Um, I hope that was fun for you. We kind of, it was really, was it fun for you? It was fun for me. No, I mean for the people listening <laughs> oh. to us do it. <laughs> I yeah. forgot there's anyone else involved but me. Sorry. Um, we kind of talked about this last episode about embracing how, what Samantha does is she, this, I, well, I don't, this isn't Samantha, but Samantha did this kind of in the last episode where she talked about like men have X, Y, Z expectations. So you have to fall within them if you want to get men instead of like, so fuck that. Right. But what Carrie does is like, because like the whole, the whole thing is that like people watch Sex in the City being like, these four empowered women. But right. really what they do is like. Carrie, if you're Carrie, make bad choices. Make bad choices, Carrie. <laughs> you're- Carrie, you're making bad choices. <laughs> Carrie, this is a bad choice. And then you're going to be sad. Because of your own bad choices. Carrie, Carrie. don't project your bad choices on him, Mr. Big Carrie. <laughs> Carrie, if you set him up for tests, he's going to fail them because he doesn't know they're happening. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie, Carrie, don't show up there. <laughs> Carrie, why the fuck are you doing this? <laughs> Listen, you crazy bitch. I don't like to use that phrase, but you fucking be in one. <laughs> um, also, I know we promised you a guest, but sorry, oh, life happens. Surprise. We are still going to have that guest down the road, and it'll be literally as exciting then. We're actually, we were like, this episode sucks. Maybe can you come and yeah, do we, an episode that's fun? There were there were many reasons to shuffle and reschedule. So we promised you something we can't deliver on. Pow. <laughs> Splat. <laughs> so instead, we gave you new characters. <laughs> Indeed. Whoever these are. Some, mm. some moms. Can you name us? Please do. Right in. Someone right By the them. end of this episode, I want to have a someone in 45 minutes before it's been posted. I need some names. For 45 me. minutes? I don't know <laughs> 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 what just came out of your mouth. What's a word? <laughs> but it's like coughing, but also crying, but also laughing. Sorry about that, everyone. I just, oh yeah. Do you know what I heard on the way over here? Waka waka. Really brought me back to life. No, no, no. I wonder if I can still do all the lyrics. Those were the lyrics. <laughs> that was a tropical bird pretending it speaks English <laughs> or Spanish or, or African. African. <laughs> they all appear at different points. My favorite part is the rap in the middle where it's like, oh, man, 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 from east to west. Yeah, you really know the words. All I do at the beginning. But I'm not going to prove myself wrong. So you all can believe that I do. I that was, know. I basically just did what Justin Bieber did to his own song. But the thing was, it wasn't my song. Not your song. All right. Anyway, Sex and the City. Sex and the City <laughs> is a show about sex. <laughs> <Let> me... <laughs> um, a thought as we begin it. It just occurred to me that um, as I was watching this for the first time, um, that her full slogan on the side of the bus there's an asterisk, mm-hmm. excuse me, next to where it says Carrie Bradshaw knows good sex. Mm-hmm. And then it, it says, and then there's an, another asterisk, asterisk at the bottom. You got it. That, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that says, <laughs> and isn't afraid to ask, which as a, as a phrase doesn't actually make sense. Carrie Bradshaw knows good sex and isn't afraid to ask about what it just feels like an unfinished thought 
if they feel like too too separate i mean i get it because she's an inner she interviews people for her column yeah but it feels like weird syntax and isn't afraid to ask isn't that weird yeah it doesn't make sense as a full thought really anyway X in the X city. In the wait, si- wait. This is the no. wrong episode. <laughs> this is the beginning of season two. This is episode the end of season 18. two. Maybe Why? you were watching at a different point because you can do that. I really can't. Oh, oh my god! What if I had just done that? Wow. Oh my god! So much happens there. Good grief. Oh come, all ye faithful. Okay, so I just got a little bit of a clue in the photo for that new episode. I don't know what you're, you're talking, talking about. about <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. This is this so. This one's called "Oh Come All Ye Faithful," which doesn't mean it's Christmas themed. Does indeed mean it's church themed. <laughs> I know. I sort of thought it was tr- Christmas themed too. So um, here we go. We have so much to go through now. Wah, wah. So at the very oh. beginning, Miranda's seeing a playwright, which I love. What is what is New York City trope we haven't explored yet. Thomas John Anderson. And she says he's an up-and-coming playwright as he comes <laughs> with also, a weird face close-up. The, up. like, fish eye. Yeah. They do it over. He's always on top, and it's always, like, in his face, and he's super sweaty. So sweaty, but she's never sweaty. No. Although that does become kind of the fixation of this episode. It appears to be good sex, although I must say from watching. It looks boring. Yeah. It's pretty like thrust, thrust, thrust. Like he's kind of like a orgasm. wet fish on top of her, just like yeah. trying to get closer he's to the got shoreline. He's a cute butt. He does. I thought that too. Good butt. Is it as good as the Fleet Week butts, Brooke? Oh, no, baby. <laughs> Nothing's as good as the Fleet Week. But those are tushes to Those me. are tushes. You're right. So every time How they tush- have sex, he has to immediately go and take a shower. Yeah, his one thing. And it's then so we got another fish out of water fish, orgasm. Fish orgasm. And then he immediately showers. And she's like, what is this about? What's with the showers? He's like, oh, you know, with the nuns. (laughs) Yeah. So he drops something about nuns and sex. And she realizes it's It's a whole lot of Catholic guilt wrapped up in a man who's having sex with her. Yeah, because the nuns always told him that sex was bad. Was a sin. And so he kind of in his mind has apparently translated that to a shower immediately afterwards will like baptize him. He's going to baptize himself. Yep. Um, and then, and then Miranda's like, ugh, I'm dating the Catholic guy. As if that was just like a known trope. They all ask, act like religion is the craziest, most out of touch thing. That's so weird. I wonder if that was like a thing in the nineties. I don't know. It's the one that has seemed most like, like if like, if like the, uh, sort of, I feel like I'd believe that more now. Well, right. But now I feel like it's less of an issue, but like maybe it was like, there are other religious issues that are much more hotly contested. Ugh. Yeah, I was going to ask, for them, it seems like dating, for Miranda, at least, like, dating a religious person is, like, a deal breaker. I don't know. I think, I, I don't want to, like, be like, yes, it would be, but I think, like. It, I was thinking about it, this today. Finish your thought. It might be, period. It might, it might be. Well, my thought today as I was watching this was um, that I can see why people often feel like they can't marry outside of their religion marry someone who has a different religion or isn't religious if they are or is if they aren't and I think it's equivalent to at least with the conversation about like democratic and republic used to be and I think it depends on like the strength of your ideology Mm -hmm. because if you really truly believe one thing then it maybe is really hard for you to live with someone who just doesn't which I totally understand yeah I just like 
actually when I first moved to the city I made a friend who is extremely religious yeah and at first I remember being like oh okay I don't really meet many young people who like truly believe yeah in, I had an, an au pair God friend as well in this way and then I like she is a homie yeah and I was like we got close enough where I kind of felt comfortable asking her about it because I was like, it's just never something that I've sort of identified yeah. with or like even would consider. I love to have conversations with people. Yeah. Me. And she sort of explained it to me in like a way that I was like, oh, sure. Of course. That makes so much sense. Yeah. And like it, I don't know. I like think in extremes it can sort of detract from like the ability to interact with people who think who are different minded than you are. But I think like having faith is like totally. I agree. I think that makes sense. No, it it did. It definitely did. I think, um, I think my answer is that it surprised me how intensively and how casually religion is discussed as a deal breaker in this, which I mean, I think means that it's like, it's not, you know, I wouldn't think of it that way because I was so surprised even now, I, I think even now, someone that being that vehement on in a television show like this. But he's also like doing a weird thing that, that he's, part that is he's weird. prescribing to his religion. So I think it's I, I but think Carrie kind of takes it more broad in this scene. Yeah. The shower, the showers after sex. Because that is of weird. Because That's pathological. Catholicism yeah. would be weirder than like just Catholicism. And the fact that he's unable to converse about it rationally then when it comes up like it's it is pathology it's like a pathology it's a part of yeah it like he can't separate his he can't think about it rationally yeah but carrie's like our relationships the religion of the 90s mm-hmm. she wonders she also is like in these times she's just like the tiniest human being and they dress miranda so schlubbily yeah i kind of love it because you're like yeah honestly i wear schlubby clothes out yeah, but so none of carrie's like it's pointed like young friends or church go to church right that's what her her pool of so data she goes is to, from at least this is actually so so she goes to loiter at a church and she's stalking it look she was like wow look at all the these, name of research I suppose. look at all these people coming out like and names all these designers as i watched people leaving church i was amazed at how they looked valentino escada oscar de la renta what is it about God and fashion that goes so well? Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, duh, Carrie. You're like on the fucking Upper East Side. Yeah. Like, of course, the church that you go to is going to have a bunch of like nicely dressed white people. And so in hats. drama. My favorite part about this drama. episode is yeah, the hats. So many beautiful hats. Like, look at that hat. That's an amazing hat. On a black woman, which Woo! is still rare enough. Good job, Sex in the City. Even just in the background. You've Good got, grief. Got, I hope. Does that get better over time? Does it? There's a really, really bad episode about it in like Oof. the third season. I can't wait. Um, so, of course, drama unfolds. Carrie, lurking. In her sweatpants. In her sweatpants and her crazy sunglasses, sees Mr. Big come out with that a stately woman a in a hat. stately woman. I said, Big, Big's at church. That's definitely his mom. <laughs> yeah. Like immediately. I was like, Carrie seems so poo-poo on church. And then all of a sudden she's like, oh, but if Mr. Big goes and it's for his mom. Oh, that's charming. Ooh, so sweet. Yeah. I was like, you hypocrite. And then they have this kind of funny giggly back and forth. I do love their chemistry. Uh, me too. But then she opens her mouth in the next scene and you're like, well, bye. I know. But this is cute. I like this interaction. They're Although, very sweet in this one part. Now it's like, okay, so they've been dating. He's also got racquetball, which is so white. She also, yeah. Well, she says, she says, I thought he only believed in the Yankees. And she kind of does this whole speech about how like, it's 
wild to her that she didn't know. But I'm like, even if you've been dating for four months, you really expect to know everything oh, about yeah, this she person loves already? To, she loves to be like, when you find out something about someone, when you thought you knew everything about them. That's what she said. And, and I'm you're like, like, how many weeks have you been together? But also... Why do you think you know everything about him? Also, of course, that's how getting to know someone works. You find out new things and they can't all put your life on hold. Just like in a couple months? Even a couple months, yeah. She said that very flippantly. That's what I was... Like, I, I feel like I've known people for years, like dating-wise, not dating-wise, and I still like am getting to know things about them. Yeah. That's what she says. You, you get to a point where you feel like you knew nothing about the person you knew everything about. So dramatic. And then in, in, in the true to form, the problem presents itself. The ladies are now all together, together to discuss their uh, different opinions. So Miranda's telling them about after sex shower. And she says it's amazing he has any skin left. I love it. She says all sh- all relationships are sweet till you get to the <laughs> shower after sex phase. <laughs> Oh, but um, first Charlotte like is like, ooh, that's a good church. Well, because cause, um, Carrie tells them that she saw that big. she saw big at church, and and Charlotte asks which one because in the one thing everyone else is ridiculing, Charlotte's always actually invested, like the baby shower. Charlotte secretly loved it, or marriage in general. <laughs> yeah, Charlotte secretly Charlotte's- wants it desperately. Charlotte in this also. So this funny. is so ridiculous. I feel like we'll have anyway, a lot. To- we we have to- so much. Yeah, sorry. No, what? No, I'm I- apologizing to like, our listeners. As I remembered that I didn't like the episode, I was like, there actually though are a lot of fun things, fun things to talk, to talk about. about. They talk about how important getting. Charlotte th- talks about Charlotte does <laughs> talks about how getting getting on the good side of the mom is so important. But then Samantha Samantha comes in and is like, "Ladies, I have an announcement." Ladies, I have an announcement. Please don't laugh. What? I'm in love. It's so it's funny. amazing, and it shocks them. And it's as rare as Moses parting the Red Sea. And she tells us about this. Um, started a couple of weeks ago. She went to go see a jazz show, which I also I was like, love. Yes, Sam, go Dear to that. Girl. She takes herself to a jazz show. And then I was like, yoinka, yoinka, yoinka. Hi, James. Yeah, James. Oh, my God. I can't wait to talk about how this unfolds. James is really cute, and he's very charming, and, and he's, he's not gross. And he's got a chin dimple. He does. And he is cute into my soul. And he is <laughs> smitten as fuck with Samantha. Because her body moves, like, well to the jazz. Uh-huh. And he... She says that she likes, she just likes jazz. And he's like, I can But like, tell. where are they? <laughs> um, you've never been to a jazz club with a tiny lantern on the table just for you? No. And then also, then they're like walking, eating donuts. And he's like, come on, you got to try the crisp, like the glaze. They're heaven. And I was like, babe, those are Krispy Kreme. Like, calm down. <laughs> I know, but a hot Krispy Kreme donut, honestly. Mm, you're right. I'd do a lot for that. Would you? Yeah. Blow man. <laughs> no, I will buy you a Krispy Kreme. If it gets to that point, I will buy you a Krispy Kreme donut. Oh my god, Bridget. No. No. Samantha's fully obsessed with this guy. And she I loves love him. That also, she she's like, I don't fuck with a Cosmo and orders like a vodka tonic. Yep. She is mostly excited because she can talk to this guy about anything. Oh, and she's like, and I owe it all to Charlotte. Yep, but she's super condescending about it. She Wait, says, there was- all that bullshit you spout about not sleeping with men right away actually paid off. And also that's when I was like, this is going to come back. Like, oh, my God. But it was also Samantha says something about like, oh, how she hasn't had sex yet. Yep. And she's just so proud of herself. She like makes this like smirk, which yeah. I really resonated yeah. with. That was like, I just did something good. Aren't I good? Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, Charlotte... Um, 
Charlotte is so shaken up by this because she was determined in her own brain to get married before Samantha did, which seems like a weird thing because it seemed like Samantha would never get married. And also she's significantly younger. We're going to say by at least what, six years. Charlotte. Yeah. So Charlotte's like, I was supposed to get married before Samantha. If Samantha thinks she can marry this guy, I'm going to die. But also like, I guess I feel this like on a microcosmic level all the time because I'm an actor, but like that Mm. moment of feeling like competitive with your friends. Totally. And like, whether or not you want to feel it. Yeah, and it's like, okay, like, I'm sure Charlotte's really happy for Samantha, but, like, also... Um, it shakes her self-image. Yeah. And that's what and it's, it's like, hard to reconcile. I feel like I feel that, too, though, if someone, like, I don't know, like, in terms of romance, like, sure, I'm like, well, I don't know, well, I don't know, you have oh, yeah. a boyfriend right now, you know? <laughs> Why are you to just go out it, there and get your boyfriend? Is it because I talk like a newsie? <laughs> they don't want me to come out. I was out with a bunch of boys the other night. Um, and I like, I think I like had, a, I was, I was wearing like a flannel and I tied it around my waist cause a I got flannel. hot. A flannel. And I, and Kyle looks at me and he goes, you just became anybody's from West Side Story. So it was like a tiny me with like a bunch of like yeah, tall boys dudes. trying and to like flannel. be a part of the gang. It's <laughs> amazing. Hang out with me too. What a beautiful moment. Um, but I did okay. I held my own. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Was that the night I didn't come out with you? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about it. Then I did join you to hold down the forces. Then, but I literally, led, I was, I left to go watch the Bachelorette at Lily's, <laughs> and Kyle also said, "We just gave someone a very, very drunk Brooke," <laughs> which yep. is true. I showed up, and Lillian, I like was like, I like exploded, yep. and into the apartment, and yep. she sat me down on the bed, and immediately brought me two pieces of toast. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> I was like, that's incredible. I have a basic friend. <laughs> yeah, truly. What could be better when you're drunk? And- oh, I actually, her mom makes amazing. If you guys want really good bread, homemade bread, go mm-hmm. and look at always at the lying bread baker. I actually have some in my bag if you want to have some before you leave. Hell yeah, I do. Um, at the lying bread baker. I love this. We're promoting <laughs> businesses we love on this bread. episode. Um, it's so good. And um, she makes a lot of it. Sounds amazing. Okay. I can't wait to eat bread. Sorry. Anyway. So guys. Back to being Charlotte, competitive with your friends. <laughs> right. Which does happen. And I and I get it. It's just so, f- it's just so funny. It's it is so funny, funny. Until it's not. So Charlotte, also funny. Because okay. I would not imagine this be something Charlotte buys into. But okay, one but of her sorority sisters. Gives her the name of dun, 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 a tarot card reader. A psychic. Which. which you can see the boom in this in this filming of this scene. Oh, funny! I love shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I'll point it out when it happens. But that what this woman's accent is like straight like Brittany Murphy out of Clueless. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, we love tarot. We both love tarot, and and the way that this woman do, does it like is is such a joke television version of how tarot even works. Also, the cards are just like so, so big. big. They're like children's like playing cards. Like the size of an iPad mini. Yeah. Which didn't exist in this time, but that's exactly how big wow. they are. That's so specific. So she gets three cards. She gets the, um, it doesn't matter what cards she gets. She gets Ace of Wands, which is prosperity, Nine of Cups, which is strength and independence, and then the Hanged Man, which is like the worst other than death, right? <laughs> well, death is, death isn't a technically bad. Death is change. Oh, so this is like a strong, independent woman. And she's basically like, I don't see you She's like, married. you'll never get married. And Charlotte's like, um, excuse me? What? I don't see marriage. Well, how can you just say that like that? I mean, what about 
my feelings. Um, and she's immediately like, fuck tarot. I just wrote, this is so funny and also not really how tarot works. <laughs> oh, wait. I think, I think. She's like, oh, it's I'm, later. I'm a psychic. Oh, no, that's the end. Oh, okay, so now this is where Carrie starts spiraling downhill. Whew. She and Big are having lunch at the end of his kitchen. More spaghetti. Lunch or dinner? Mm. Dinner. Did he I say a, lunch? You said lunch. That's weird. It just came out of my mouth. I meant dinner. That's okay. She looks amazing. She like, does. Her body is just like fit as hell. She um has like the most slender, muscly arms. Yeah. It's just all muscle. So she says to him, who is the fabulous mother in the hat? And I was like, you just answered that. It's his mother. What a dumb way to open this question. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the fabulous mother in the hat? Oh, it's actually my um, brother's mom. Like what? My brother's what mom is still his mom. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's what I mean. Like what answer was she expecting? Anyway. He's basically like. She asks if she can go to church with them. And he's like, no, but do you want to go to the Caribbean instead? <laughs> well, hang on though. Because the way this happens, that sounds, that makes big sound worse than it does. She's like, so when will I get to go to church with you guys? Which is A, weird, because you're not asking if you can. And B, his answer is, it's a special like ritual that my mom and I share. Yeah, which is like a n- nice for a 40-year-old man to have with his mom. And it's also fair. It's weird to insert yourself in family traditions, especially when you've never met her. And that's her whole point. You know, she wants to meet her and she wants to X, Y, Z. But I'm like, girl, take a step back and just like don't assume. Anyway. But then he's like, let's go. Want to go to the Caribbean? And she's like, I can't afford it. And he's like, if you buy me one margarita when we get there, I will pay for it. Which dream scenario. Honestly, honestly. So, um, oh, so this guy, James, James, yeah, James something. Thomas John. Thomas, Thomas Thomas John. It's another Irish just name. He, after the, again, fish eye orgasm also like Miranda is like not sweaty at all no and she also hasn't moved in any of these but he is like glistening like, like someone so, like, sprayed a like they've just water been having, bottle like, on his back animalistic sex which like and, and she's like sensible missionary <laughs> yep she looks he's hot though, honestly he's got a nice body and he's got a total dad face a dad face and hair yeah but, but like, a rockin bod a rockin bod um so he this guy, she, she equivalates it. That's not a word. She compares it to a Catholic guilt bomb. No, that's just literally what it is. It's a Catholic guilt bomb. She says she tries to keep him in bed She's with like, her. She's like, you know there's nothing sinful about like lying here. You don't have to shower. And he gives a literal monologue about about like, oh, Thank you, Miranda. You like, saved my see, mortal soul. Like, why couldn't I? I had no idea I was a could do anything until you, Miranda. And she was like, she like sits up and is just like, what the fuck? Like, and then he tells her to leave. And she's like, like okay. I'm going to shower. And um, I think I'd like you to be gone when I get out. And he was, she was like, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and then it, it's Worked like. for both of us. And then Carrie comes in and is like. Oh, and then, he, yeah, Carrie says that he. Six months later, that same exact speech would find its way into Thomas John Anderson's hit off-Broadway play, Showers, Showers of, of Shame. Shame. Incredible. I don't need of to course the playwright turns no. Of course the playwright turns it into I know. a play. Actually, Hillary is my best friend as a playwright. And um, <laughs> I was doing a reading of one of her plays, and I got to my own monologue. And I was like, Hillary, um, 
this is a story that I told you. <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, like I was, she was like, yeah. And I was like, um, cool. <laughs> like she embellished on it and it like, wasn't like playwrights. exactly the story, right, but you knew it was, but I was like, this is based off of my, this thing that I do. Gotta mine your life for that art. But I was like, here, Gotta mine it. your best friends for that art. Yeah. She's got everything. So now we're at the big moment. Samantha's finally going to have sex with Yorka Yoinka James. And we're about to learn because we know this can't last. You guys, what do you think is wrong? I'm going to give you a two second silence to guess. Think in your head. Is it A? a. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he has no money, which she finds out immediately before they have sex. B. His penis won't fit. Or C, his penis is too, too whittle. It's a whittle penis, you guys. It's a whittle penis. Oh. And I was like, this is why Samantha likes to have sex immediately. Micro, so I wrote micro penis. micro penis. Although she does say three inches later, which I think it's is not, a not technically. I will say that her bedroom is really sexy. Like everything is like red and velvety. velvety. Yeah. Although it wouldn't be a bed I would want to sleep in, to be honest. I don't no. like velvet. Oh, but I felt so bad. She was like, get it in me, baby. Yeah. She's like, I'm ready for it. And he's like, it's in. She's really upset about it. I'm sad. Do you think us? Oh, we'll get there because that's yeah. that's the later. Yeah, that's later. Yeah. So and then Carrie I, does the thing that has made me like her least. She goes to fucking church with Miranda and spies in like a the beautiful, most ostentatious, but a beautiful dress. Yes, but everyone is in like muted colors, sort of, and they're just like, in the balcony in a huge hat. Stare like she's she her plan is pointing to see, him out. See big, see his mom. Go get eggs. <laughs> Which just like why? Why run the? You've risk? already seen the mom. Yeah. Like, what are you gonna learn from just looking at her? She really wants to meet her, but how many months has this been? Do you think? Well, uh, Carrie, Carrie stands up and drops her Bible. From out the second of the balcony. Row and big Caesar. And she's like, oops, I'm a girl. I did a thing. And he's like, oh. And she's like, yeah, I shouldn't be here. And I go, ugh, why would you stay? Well, he's, she says that they saw her. So she has to say hello. So she stays. It's just like she's orchestrated such a mess for herself. And you have to wonder. And big is like. Mm. She kind of deserves what's coming next, honestly. And she walked her way into it. And Big, so Big introduces Carrie to his mom as his friend, Carrie, my friend, Carrie. And Carrie doesn't even get that. And then says, Carrie, Carrie. And her mom's like, the mom Because she's like, I searched her for recognition. And it's like, Big is a 40-year-old man. Like, he's been married. Like, he's not going to tell his mom about every girl that he dates. And his mom is clearly of, of you know, a certain kind of, like, society woman who yeah. I doubt he would want to... I don't know, even have those conversations with probably. It's just like. She would have real expectations about a relationship. and I feel like I wouldn't even expect like a boy our age to tell a, their mom about us. Unless like we were like a, six months to a year. Maybe six months, but. Yeah. I mean, if they want to, or obviously, if I were that's to, amazing. I don't know. I just like. But like it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be deeply. Again, this might be an age difference thing though. And, you know, Carrie thinks really, feels really seriously about him and he's 40 and X, Y, Z. Because for us, it doesn't, you know, things are inherently maybe less serious. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like deeply hurt if someone hadn't introduced me there. Yeah. Well, also, I feel like we had a weird experience in college where I feel like I knew everyone's moms and dads because like they came to see mm. shows. Interesting. I don't think I felt that way as much, but I know what you mean. It's like. Less for like. I don't know. Because you meet people's parents on campus, you know, yeah. so you just like know them in a different way. Yeah. 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 yeah I got you. Um, and Big does put his foot in his mouth, 
But Carrie is totally in the wrong here because he says, my mother doesn't need to meet another girlfriend. And Carrie's like, uh, ow. Okay, but he also says something totally normal. He's like, listen, we have to do this at my pace. I'll introduce you as as my girlfriend when I'm sure. It's like, but it might take time. Like, we'll get there. Like, I feel like he does reassure her. He does. Well, he tries to say it again. And to her, she still... Months, she she says. She says, we've been going out for months. How many months? Bridget, they have to know how many months. Four. Last time you said two to four months when they were talking about having sex for weeks. We were just being generous with them. So I would say four to five, five. Sure. Four to six. Let's get crazy with it. Okay. So he does. He says, we have time to talk about this. We're going on vacation together. I just am not ready to tell my mom about this. And Carrie's so fucking hurt by it. And it's like, he also says, you showed up here and I asked you not to, which like, thank God he says out loud to her because yeah, fuck you. Yeah, and then she he was, was trying like, to maybe spare you some of this. And broods in the church. And Miranda's like, I didn't leave, obviously. Obviously, I came back to make sure you're okay. Move over. Like, I honestly understand, like, why Carrie is upset on some levels. But I just think she, again, like, I feel like I said this every episode now. I just think the way she goes about handling it is so... It's hard to have sympathy when you watch her orchestrate the situation for herself a little bit. You know, when you're like... You this does suck for you and he did say some hurtful things to you, but like you could have avoided all of this by not doing the thing that you shouldn't have done. Because I also think that like if this episode like what they wanted in the season finale was for us to be like, Ugh, we hate Big. But like I right. don't hate Big. I don't. And in fact Big is I'm sympath- acting more like a grown up in these episodes than Yeah. Also, it just occurred to me, do you think that this would be kind of the equivalent of like reading someone's texts a little bit like if they were yeah modern day it's not quite so so invasive or it seems like not but it's like going to the place that someone asked you not to go to spy on them in their in your when you're in a relationship is just like it's an invasion of trust in some ways yeah well to be like yeah i guess i i sort of see that to be like oh who's this person yeah what yeah exactly or if you yeah because I don't think that's a, ever a good idea. I think you, you know, y- yeah, if you find something, maybe it's a good thing if it propels you to end a relationship, you, you know, that's not healthy anymore. But for the most part, like, if you go looking for stuff and then find it, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Let your person be a person. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's a hard lesson. To, I mean, I'm it's trying, hard, yeah. Hard to follow. But. I mean, I think it's, it's, like, specific to, like, a mom thing so like i think the modern day thing is just like you know right i'm still meeting a mom right or meeting parents meeting parents in general yeah anyway so outside of this (laughs) church the best thing happens stanford stanford Stanford. and he has a boyfriend so (laughs) stanford invites everyone he knows to a perfume opening party and there are like men with angel wings dancing in cages and it's called fallen angel and Carrie looks beautiful. Her extensions are awful. Yeah. They're they bad. Really bad. She looks like the scarecrow from The Wizard of Oz as he's getting put back together. It's like obvious <laughs> textural difference from the top of her hair. Um, but her dress is beautiful. I wrote these extensions. Carrie. Yeah. Babe. <laughs> Babe. Come on. But we meet the boyfriend who's named Alan and is really cute. It's literally cute. just a bottle. <laughs> he's like, he designed the bottle, can't you tell? And it's the just most a like bottle. basic It's like bottle. black, basically. But he leaves to go say hi to someone he knows. So it's just Carrie and our sweet Stanford. I love this moment because 
because Carrie's like, I'm sad. And Sam was like, what happened? And she's like, Big didn't introduce me to his mom. I'm really upset. And he was like, I'm sorry, oh, that buddy. And, and it's just like, like a real moment. They don't have to unpack it. She just. And yeah. I was like, ugh. And I also wrote down that this is like some real vulnerability from Carrie. Yeah. Because this is the heart of the issue. And yeah, she did stupid things to get here. But she just really wants him to like her. And she wants him to love her. And she wants him to introduce her to his mom. And she's not getting it. Yeah. But like. Yeah. Um, and then Miranda's at the bar and oh my God, I screamed on your behalf. I freaked the fuck out. Guess who shows up? You guys. I said, shut up. Skipper is back. Oh my God. Still can't let Miranda go. I went, oh my God, Skipper. Miranda's also like, of course, here's a boy who will fuck me and snuggle this shit out of me. Literally. She was like, here's someone who's obsessed with me. And he is. (laughs) He's like, haven't stopped thinking about you since we broke up. Months ago. (laughs) We don't know. (laughs) Maybe four weeks. (laughs) Um, what is she also with? She's like eating Vidalia onions. Like they're sexy. But uh, Honestly, that's me. If there's anything that's me in this episode, it's I love those fucking little onions. Ew. But like I when don't, you're flirting. Sexily. I feel like they have to be cherries, but I don't think they are. Okay. So so, so it's basically like Miranda like makes eyes at Skipper and is like, oh, I'm going to fuck this guy. So then we're all, they all find Samantha in the bathroom. First of all, Charlotte's dress is unbelievable. Put it on my body it's right now. so cool. She looks the like, hemline and oh, the... She yeah. looks unbelievably fierce. It's really beautiful. I love these nighttime scenes when they all get different, pretty... So Samantha starts simple. crying. She And here's the thing. You're tempted to be like, this is all... This is such a joke. But like for Samantha, it really is serious. It makes you realize how serious she was about the guy because she isn't... She's like full crying. Yeah, because James is a small dick. And they're all like, oh, honey. And she's like, his dick's like a gherkin. It's really small. And and Carrie says sizes and everything. And she's like, no, listen, he's three inches hard. hard. Okay, so I have a question for you. Wait. His dick is like a gherkin. And then she's crying and she does this, like, speech. <laughs> Why? Why does he have to have a small dick? I love a big dick. I love it inside of me. I love looking at it. I love everything about it. When I blow him, it's like nothing. Because I love that it's so vulnerable. And she says that the thing that, you know, anyone from the outside is thinking where she's like, I'm a terrible person. Yeah. Um, She's really like him, but she really loves dicks. But she really loves sex. And even the part about dicks is cute. She's like when she, she like doesn't get anything. I'm putting this speech in. Yeah, great. Oh, but I do love some Miranda is like one time I had sex with a guy who was the size of a golf pencil and I couldn't tell if he was trying to fuck me or erase me. <laughs> what a line. It's unreal. Okay. What, what were you, a line. What were you going to ask? Oh, I was just going to ask, do you think that um, dick size is like as much of a deal breaker as society pl- plays it up to be? I feel like it's kind of the, it's like, and the combating is what Carrie says, which is like some motion of the ocean or whatever but i just mean it's not the there's a first half to that the motion of the ocean i'd love to it's not <laughs> know Listen, what that means this is the show of half followed through phrases that you <laughs> must guess the other half if anyone half. if anyone wants to try and email it's not try the size of the prize it's the if anyone wants to guess what the first half <laughs> of the phrase it's the motion of the ocean. Please write to us at splatpodcast at gmail.com. Um, uh, let us know. Let yep. us know. Thank you. Okay. Anyway, I, I just, I'm curious if you think it's actually as big of a deal breaker across the board as people pretend it is. No, I don't think so. Um, I I think if you know how. Size, it's, it's, hang on. It's not the size of the boat. It's the motion of the ocean. Okay. 
Thank you. Well, Bridget ruined the contest. We have like six others going from this one episode of things to email us about. Um, also, just email us and say hi. Um, I think if you know how to use it, it's fine. Three inches is small. It's not. It, if yeah. he didn't know how to pleasure me, then yeah, it'd be a problem. But if like, I think I agree. If he could, then like, sure, why not? Here's the thing. He's not like a pony. For I have a to lot of women, actually, penetration isn't even yeah. a means to an orgasm. Well, that's it's, what Charlotte says. It can says. feel really good. Charlotte's but like, well, how yeah. is he with his tongue? Yeah, which is a great question. I'm good on Charlotte. Because Charlotte's a kinky monster. I know. I love it. Secretly in there when she knows what she wants, yeah. she wants it. But you know what? Samantha is not one of those women. And this is a real thing for her. And she's really torn up about she it. She loves sex. And she wants to be pleasured. And she also really loves James. Well, she also loves dicks. That's what yes. she says. Like Specifically, not just sex. Like, I don't love dicks. Like, I don't love to look at dicks or, like, to can have a conversation with dicks. Like, I think that, like... Samantha would like sit and chat with a dick. What about Richards? Would you would you sit and chat with a Richard? As long as he didn't go by dick. Oh, I was like, <laughs> saying, who's Richard? <laughs> it was a bad dick joke. Hey. Um, and she's like, I can't talk to him about it. I, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, the one thing she says she can't talk to him about because she, she can talk to him about anything. And she really likes him, even though it's been weeks and she's in love with him. And I just. I yeah, weeks, literally. Um, but I love also that she knows what she wants. Yeah. She like follows those gut feelings. Um, but she's going to try to persevere through it. Yeah. And then Charlotte does this dumb thing where she goes to like another psychic, which is just like super offensive. It's very offensive. It's uh, any gestures at diversity in this are kind of like mm-hmm. gag me. Fuck me gently with a chainsaw, uh, you yeah. know? Um, but like it's this like Spanish psychic and their their chickens abound and they she asks if she's ever gonna get married and they crack an egg and there's no yolk and they're like, You're not gonna get married, you're cursed. But if you give us a hundred dollars, we'll uncurse you. And Charlotte yeah. was like, This is a sham. So an amazing scam. I love chickens. Yeah, Something well you should done. know about me is that I love chickens. There are a couple of them just back there in a cage. Yeah, they're just saying, well, because they have to lay the eggs. Right, 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 right. But as she's walking out of this scam, She's like, she was like, I'll never get married. And then she like crossed paths with like a very handsome man in a suit. And they glance at each other. Linger glance. And that's really all it takes for her to be back in the market. He's so cute. Yeah, and I wrote, I wrote, why is everyone wearing suits? <laughs> Financial district. They gotta be. Uh, no, that she's in. Yeah. But they, she's also on the upper side. Also that. And then Miranda. Miranda and Skipper do the Miranda Skipper thing. She asks him to spend the night and he says the whole night. She's like, yeah, the whole night. He's like, I prayed that this would happen. She's like, ugh, fuck, you freak. And, and this is all happening in a church. Okamali faithful. It's like the party's in a, an old church and it's all church related. And Yeah. Like last week we never talked about it, but it was the drought. And none of them were having sex as if lives happen like that. You, I feel like you, you and I have lived many of the same experiences, but at totally opposite times, which seems more like how life works. Yeah. I do have a friend like that where like our lives sort of like implode at the same time. Do you have three matching friends? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm Carrie. <laughs> and Miranda. <laughs> and Samantha. <laughs> And, and it just, Charlotte. it all feels like we're going through the same things at the same time. It's weird. None of us can be in the same room together. No one's ever met them, but they're there. I oh write boy. about them in my blog. Mm-hmm. That's how you know it's real. Carrie goes, or 
Big is picking her up. Lots of glove is in this episode. She looks ravishing. But this outfit is stellar. Yeah. She has like off the shoulders pretty shirt and gloves. How and they found a strapless bra to work with this. I'm just like so happy for her. <laughs> but she asks him these questions. She. This is what I was saying where I was like. This is where they felt. The, you can tell the writers are like, okay, we this need a season finale. This and like Skipper coming back. I was like, oh, this is a button on this whole season. I She started and I went, oh, Carrie. Like I said it out loud as it started happening because she was like, you won't tell anybody about me. You won't. I just want you to, you don't have to tell anyone. You don't have to tell the world. Just tell me I'm the one. You don't, you don't have to tell your mother or the whole world. Just, just you must tell me I'm the one. And it's like, You've Carrie, been dating for months. Like, how could he commit to marrying you? Also, like, it's so much to just ask someone that. And I get that at some point if someone's really been fucking around and you're like, look, I need to know what's going on. But clearly, they're inv- you're about to go to the Caribbean together. And she, like, won't let him see her. And he's kind of like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. He's like, please get in the car. We're like, going to talk about this. We can talk. And she says, I can't with her head and her hair hanging down like oh. a little puppy. And she says, I love you, but I can't. And I was like, is this the first time she said I love you to him? Yeah. Like, have they said that? I thought, like, it? I feel like that would have been a fine season finale right. was him say, her saying I love you and then some, him like freaking out about that. But this is just like, feels like a 17 when we needed like an eight or a nine. Yeah. It's, well, it's just, you're like, Carrie, just go on vacation with him what is it that he's she works herself into this whole tizzy because she's convinced he can't give her what he needs and what he said to her was i'd like a little time to do some of this on my terms yeah i'm like yeah we get it some of the shit he's pulled you know she has reason not to trust him and you know well from if you could listen to this far this far that i don't particularly love mr big a lot of the time but this is ridiculous She's just like entrapped and she's like faith that I'd one day meet someone like, who I would cried be sure for a I week. was the one. Like, dude, that doesn't happen. happen in a few months. And, you know, sometimes it does. But even then, I don't think that's what you hinge. You don't hinge all your choices on that because time is such an important factor in any relationship. Um, can I tell you something that this scene mm-hmm. is the first time in the whole series that we have music with lyrics? Oh, interesting. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Right? And they're getting ready for next season. Yeah. So that's it. That's the that's set. a button on 12 episodes, on a lot of looking into the camera, <laughs> and on a lot, a lot of interviews randos. with randos. Yep. And interviews with moms. Interviews with everyone. Interviews, like, you know, it's a weird. A lot of men. It's a weird show. It's a weird show. I'm. I like it. I'm invested. I season one is not my favorite. Which season is your favorite? I've never asked you. I feel like three or four. Cool. I'm excited. I'm really excited also because like, yes, we have plot lines, but we don't r- really like we have a plot line for Carrie kind of, and that's sort of it. Like that's why Skipper felt like such a oh this is a finale because you're like this is kind of the one other through line we've gotten. I think. I'm ready for some like. Deep the other women get yeah start to because honestly they're my favorite part of this yeah because Carrie three. blows yeah Sarah yeah. Jessica Parker beautiful a great actress perfect for this role Carrie blows blows yeah does she always blow this hard I mean she, sometimes she blows less hard but she cool. blows yeah like she's right. she's Carrie I can deal I know it but she doesn't blow enough where people don't 
Like people still want to be Carrie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and I still identify. Yeah. Well, I also think this is part of the privilege that I have, too, of coming at this with absolutely no emotional t- attachment to the material already. Because I will, def- I will, you know, be like, oh, this is no, but no, but I get it to things that I've watched since I was like tiny, you know, or something that I have a, a deeper emotional attachment. But coming at this objectively 10 years younger and 20 years later allows me to sort of be like, <laughs> I take her a lot less seriously, maybe. Yeah, I think it's I'm sort of like disappointed in myself because like she was someone that I was like wow yeah this is what love's like like this is what I'm gonna how I'm gonna learn about it's you know because I was that, though you ele- don't know when you're 11 11 so like now as like a almost 25 year old yeah I'm like ugh please don't let me be that also it does look fun Chinese food and sex on the floor because you can't stay on the bed and because you can't <laughs> stay on the bed and lots of fighting and lots of sloshing vodka at someone when they failed to test you (laughs) no but really it looks very enticing yeah it gets more enticing also that's really been the one real love that you could follow so for people especially like preteen girls who want who are interested in those particular storylines something like big would be like the observable one to latch onto i know but like same yeah also yeah we talked about this really briefly earlier but brooke and i both love um, Jane the Virgin and last week they did a Sex and the City themed episode which was amazing and you it's should watch it. It's so funny and Rogelio is Charlotte. It's incredible and Xiomara is um, Samantha, Samantha and, and she a, kills oh no, it. Abuel, oh no, Abuela is Miranda. Yeah, it, which it's is perfect. so, oh my god it's just Xiomara so in that funny. wig it was amazing but honestly. Abuela, I know. I love Jane the Virgin. I'm a big Gina Rodriguez fan. She's getting Me so too. good at pull-ups. I know. So She's getting so good at lifting up other Latina woman and women. All and women. All of them. And to, she does this cool thing called Movement Mondays where she like features people in film and arts. I love it. I learned so much from her. I love her. Um, Brooke. Bridget. Who did you identify with in this episode? Anyone? I mean. Remember in like episode three when you told me you identified with Charlotte because she wasn't in it? <laughs> Yeah, I identify with Charlotte because I also like tarot. <laughs> All the same. Um, I think a little bit of all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, not Carrie. Mm-mm. I think Miranda. It's the first time I've ever heard you say that, basically. Yeah, not Carrie. Brings me joy. I think Miranda and Charlotte. Not Charlotte, Miranda. Because I don't think I would go to, I wouldn't be like, oh, I have nah. to, like, ask. Yeah, this plot is, is That's, not like, true. not why. It's not about getting married for me. No. no, I think, I think Miranda. Or Samantha, because, um. Well, just the idea of a deal breaker or, like, getting to a point in a relationship where you're, like. Like a physical thing that you can't get over. Which is funny because that's kind of what Miranda has, too. The shower. Yeah, I think the shower thing would freak me out. It would. I think it would just get old. Yeah. Who did you resonate with? This was a tough one. It was. Well, just because they all had such specific, really specific plot lines also in this like one. Hyperbolic. Yeah, exactly. Hyperbolic is the perfect word for it. Thank you. That's kind of what this whole show is, I guess. But at times it seems really close to home and really like it the gets better. vulnerabilities and stuff that I resonate with. But I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, maybe Miranda. 
who who are you the most excited to see more of going forward into season two? Ooh. Honestly, I'm excited for all three of them. Not Carrie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just don't really care. And I also, like, I know there are other boyfriends that I think actually might make me care more because I'll care about them. But I know that, that we're going to run in circles with Mr. Big, you know, and I'm already so disinterested in that, honestly. Uh, Although I like him more in this last episode than I ever have. Yeah. He, there's obviously something about him that keeps him around. Well, yeah. And I've said this before. Where, like, chemistry is a real thing. Yeah. And that, like, chemical thing that you just can't. Yeah. I think both of us know that feeling. When you're just, like, drawn to someone deeply and in a way you can't articulate. Yeah. And that can be enough sometimes to fuel a really powerful relationship. Yeah. I don't trust Carrie, but maybe. I guess we'll have to wait and find out. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. Next you time. You got it. Um, excuse me, Miss Bridget? Um, yes, Brooke. How may I find you on social media? Well, given that in this scenario I'm your teacher, <laughs> it's illegal for me to share that with you, and I'm not going to. Um. Oh, wait, before we do this, yeah. I babysit some babies on um, Saturday night, and I was giving them bath, and I, I don't know why I asked this, but she just kept, the girl, there was a little girl and a little boy, and she just kept being like, I have a beautiful booty. <laughs> and I was like, great. And she, he was like, like so embarrassed by her. Aww. And she was like, and I have vagina. Yeah. And I was like, what's your favorite body part? She's like, my vagina. It's <laughs> amazing. And I was, she was like, want to see it? <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Thank you for but wanting I was also to like, share. Yes, you do have Girl, a beautiful booty. Yes, you do. And he was like, I have a beautiful booty, too. And I was like, we all have yes. beautiful booty. Every booty is a beautiful booty. <laughs> it made me laugh out loud. Kids are the best. Kids are the best. Anyway, social media ma'am? <laughs> oh, yes. That's me. That's my official title. I am the social media ma'am. <laughs> Changing all my handles to that. <laughs> Social media, ma'am. Um, I am on Instagram. I know I'm really switching things up. I'm on Instagram at BridgetM37. And I'm on Twitter at Mrs. Burt Macklin. Yeah. Brooke. Me? I'm on Instagram. Oh, no. I'm at... Wait, um, oh, no. Did I fuck this up now? Because you have to remember the underscore. I'm on Instagram as Brooke Wiseman. Mm -hmm. And I'm on... Twitter at Brooke underscore Wiseman. And together, collectively, we are Splat, Splat Podcast. Podcast wherever um, social media yeah. is found. Wherever your heart desires. At Splat Including our Podcast. Gmail. Please Seriously, fucking, fucking email, email us. <laughs> we love getting them. It's so fun. Okay. Um, what uh, Next week. Uh, oh, season two. I really hope someone's two. watching along with us because it's fun. Yeah, I'm... If you also like want to be on the podcast and you live in New York or even if you don't, we can we're trying sort to figure, figure it out. out. Yeah. Um, but just let us Hit know. Us up, be your friends. We want to we love to talk to if you, there's more of something you'd like to see next. Yeah, We're asking for some. Also, we keep forgetting to say this, but rate, <gasps> rate review, review subscribe, subscribe, please. Just so like, much. Even if you're like their voices sound like girls, like it's awesome. Like, that's all. Thank we need. you. Yep. They do sound like Tell girls. Us more. We are girls and we are talking. They don't know full phrases. True. True. Good observation. But it's endearing. Heart, 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 heart. We hope. Um, but please do. It helps us. And we like to know any feedback helps. And also, so like, bump us up on iTunes. Way. So, like, Hell yeah. we can get some more Australian listeners. That's really all Book Cares about.
All y'all American listeners. All y'all UK listeners. She doesn't care. I actually care about a lot of all the listeners. Yes, she does. I'm slandering her, which is why we should end this. And our friendship. Never, 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 never. (laughs) 